Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. It's the end of the world as we know it. It (laughs) It's the end of the world as we know it. Funny thing. (laughs) That's the theme theme song today. You might be right. It's at least probably the end of the United States as we know it. (laughs) I was uh, talk. I was kind of going back and forth on Twitter, being shitty this week because that's what I like to do. Yay! And, well, because of all the Supreme Court cases going down, and yeah, it was yeah. funny. I this one guy I follow. He's he's pretty funny and stuff, and he was putting out some shit about you know about the courts trying to set us back and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I go. They're doing a great job. They've got us back to about the 1950s now. I said, <laughs> although the end goal is the 1850s, so we still got a ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's great news, man. I mean, oh, first of all, before we get into anything, because that's going to be half the show is Supreme Court talk, because yep. that's what I told Eric, yep. he doesn't have a choice. Um, be sure to follow us from new Twitter account, not the old one that everybody used to follow until Twitter you know, just rammed one right up our ass and deleted it. Now it's Intel Saviors Pod, at Intel Saviors Pod, of course, Facebook. You can message us on there. If you follow us on Twitter and you DM me, there's a better chance I'll get back to you. Facebook, it's probably going to be Eric. So Yeah, and even that's going to be kind of iffy. I, I look at Facebook about once a week. Yeah. If oh, I, that. Yeah, and I never get on. So, so unless, I mean, I'll see it more now because since we're starting to do the yeah. show again, I'll be posting at least a show link on it. So, you know, you... Yeah, I, got, I might get a hold of you, but DM I, me on you know, Twitter. I, I talked about it. I don't even have the app on my phone anymore. None, none of that shit. So I don't really, I don't see any of that stuff until I happen to get on. So Man, if it takes me a little while before I get back to you, I apologize. But that's just the way it is. I need to do. I need to delete it because I don't use it either. Just like you said, you use the messenger. That's about the yeah. only thing I use, it, and I don't even use that much anymore. So. Yeah, and again, I, it's not because I think that that will stop them from snooping on me because they're gonna nah. fucking do it anyway because they've already proven that a phone does that does not have Facebook on it uh-huh. will still get data to Facebook mm-hmm. through other apps and stuff. Yeah, and they'll still get shit, and yeah, so it doesn't fucking matter. Well, and that is the theme of our podcast these days. Nothing matters anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, it's all <laughs> fucked. I think that should Welcome be the tagline. Welcome to Shitsville, everybody. That's going to be the tagline. I'm just going to change it. Like uh, in the description on Twitter, it's just going to be like, nothing matters anymore. And that's going to be all it says. <laughs> I mean, that it kind of feels that way. It kind of does feel like nothing really matters. 
Well, after you hear my doom and gloom when we start going through the Supreme Court stuff, that's the way. I I mean, I know it's sad because like we got back and I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad we're doing the show again. I want it to be a little bit more positive and stuff. And and then it's like at the end of every show, it's just doom and gloom and like, fuck everything. You just just get beat down. (laughs) The man just keeps beating us down. I had no intention really of talking too much politics in this show. Um, I mean, I there's a couple little nuggets I wanted to talk about just to kind of poke jokes and stuff, like the whole Sarah Huckabee Sanders thing, and uh, you know, oh, yeah, you know, oh, was, that was so. I mean, I know there's some liberals out there that are like, we shouldn't be doing that. That's not very constructive. It's like, well, nothing we've been doing so far has been working to get our point across. Hey. It's just and not only that, but why is the party that is rooting for gays to get their wedding cakes off freaking menus? Yeah, you know they're they're totally cool with a baker saying no to gay couples. Which, but how a, fucking dare you yeah. say no to this lying sack of human fucking waste? Yeah, which not to get in the Supreme Court yet, but again, another ruling this week was siding with the baker in that case. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. another one. So they're, they're all decisions. for that. You know, you can deny service to gay people, but to a piece of shit who lies to the American public on a daily basis, totally cool. You should let her eat. How dare you? And I love how they're, like, calling for civility. And it's like, what? Like, you're the party that voted in, grab him by the pussy, making fun of somebody who has disabilities. Total piece of shit. Oh, don't forget when they're talking. And you're asking for civility? Yeah, they're talking about being civil and not, you know, and all this shit. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Wasn't it your president that stood in front of one of his rallies and said, you know, if anybody got a line that they could punch him in the face and he'd pay for their legal bills? Yeah. Or the guy that said he could kill anybody and get away with it. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot somebody in the You want to talk about fucking civility. Like, give me a fucking break. It's you don't you don't get that right to sit there and talk civility. When you voted in that piece of shit and defend him on a daily fucking basis, go fuck yourself. Yeah, don't you don't want to listen to this show because I'm a militant fucking lib. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in niceties. That's why I'm so disenfranchised with the Democratic I, Party right now. Because I I am as long as it is reciprocated. You know, as and and as long as there's like some kind of meeting ground and there's some kind of middle ground that. We can cut because I mean everybody's going to have differences and going to view things differently. Mm-hmm. But if you can find some kind of common ground, you know, then and you're civil about it, then I'm totally cool. But if you're a total piece of shit, you've lost all my respect, and I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Yeah, which is the case, like you said, with this president, Sarah yeah. Sanders, the whole administration. I mean, yeah, everybody in it is you shit terrible. on people all the damn time. You get what you fucking deserve. Yeah, and I and I hate when people defend any of the Republicans because I'm like, look, even though some of them have like said things that are negative against Trump and they're leaving Congress because they don't like the way it's going, as long as they're in it, they're still enabling him. They're still voting for him. They're still yep. allowing these things to happen. I mean, yep. Jeff Flake gets a lot of he gets his ass kissed all the night, time now because he talks out against Trump, but then every time a bill comes forward, you know, he votes with the Republicans on it, you know, yeah. no matter how yeah. awful it is. So it's like, I don't give a shit, man. It's like I'm a more of an actions than words kind of person. You yep. know, don't don't tell me you fucking love me and then fucking, you know, <laughs> go we cheat all on me. saw it. Everybody saw it firsthand. You saw all these people that, 
in the Republican Party that were never Trumpers and, you know, at the time saying he was like, you know, a really bad person and all this stuff because of all the stuff he said. And then he won. And then they're all like, yes, Mr. President. That's a lot of them. But that's, <laughs> but I will say this, though. I give some the best voices against Trump, some of the most diehard, like really vicious voices that have gone after him have been some of the Republicans. Yeah, you know? Mitt Romney. I mean, not Mitt Romney, dude. He's an he fucking is so on board with Trump. I don't know. Oh, you you need to do some research on him. He's a fucking he. He's trying to play both sides because oh. he's trying to keep those Trump supporters from tearing his ass apart because he's trying to get that nomination because now he's you know going to but he'll be the next senator from Utah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's too. I mean, Romney's a two faced piece of shit anyway. And no offense if you're Mormon, but you're fucking psycho. And he, he's just—he's a typical fucking Mormon that believes yeah. in goddamn a guy with golden plates. If you want to go all the way back to like episode two or three, two or three, <laughs> yeah. we talked about Mormonism as well as Scientology. That was a fun <sighs> one. That was a good one. Yeah, we had my friend Aubrey on, and she talked about it and all the crazy shit that they do. Yeah, like how, how they the, go to Vegas and get married <laughs> and then get divorced just so they can have sex. Or another one she told us is they'll have anal sex yeah. because for some reason that's okay. A- anal sex is okay, but everything else is bad, so they'll do the butt <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was a fun one. God damn, dude. Yeah. Go back. Uh, yeah, go back about f- audio six is probably absolutely atrocious, but check it out. It's fun times. Yeah. Eh. It's good enough. You'll be able to make out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to understand it, but. But I mean, he's terrible. But there, like, there's a couple of voices. Um, like, I, I see on the media all the time. Steve Schmidt, who ran McCain's campaign, he basically, ju- he, well, he just said straight out, "I am no longer a member of the Republican Party." And he said, "And I'm tired of people saying that I'm against this president, but I'm still a Republican." He's like, "You can't. Every Republican right now." is an enabler and they aren't enabling this guy to destroy our country. He said, if you have any fucking morals at whatsoever, or if you give a shit about this country, he said, there's no, I'm going to ride in a fucking candidate or vote third party is you need to vote Democrat because they're the only viable option. And this is, like I said, this is the guy's ran and he's been a Republican his whole life, ran presidential campaigns for Republicans. And he's saying no more. I'm out. I am voting Democrat now because they're the only way we're going to fucking survive this. And that's the way I feel, man. I said that about Hillary and, you know, it's like you don't have yep. to love her, but, you know, if you get She would have been better than what we got, that's for sure. At, like I said, with her, she was so hated. It would have been status quo. And you know what? Status quo, when Obama left office, was pretty good. good. Yeah. It wasn't bad at all. So, I mean... Women wouldn't have to worry about reproductive rights. Despite what Fox News wants you to believe, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, whatever. It's I don't. I, I tune all. I, I have been so off on most media, and that that drivel. I just. Yeah. It, it's still. It's funny because, you know, my wife, when she used to work at the V and stuff, you know, she's like every fucking one of those ex-military guys, those old fuckers in their rooms have to have Fox News on the TV. And she said, it's not much different now. <laughs> she goes to the hospital. I'm like, well, we're in Texas. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I, I don't know how you do it because I know they're supposed to take care of people. That's their job. And they, you know, 
kind of take that oath and everything. But in my mind, if I go into a room and someone's fucking all trumped out and they're watching Fox News, I, I'm not going to give them a treat, a plus treatment. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I will be bare minimum on them just to keep my job because I could give less than two shits. I'd be like fucking rooting for them. Come on, let's pull. You know, let's fucking let's not make it through the night. Let's. Yeah. I mean, come on. Any news organization that says that the uh, tender age detention centers were summer camps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. But you know what? That's accurate reporting because it's summertime and they are camps. (laughs) I heard that shit and I was like, what the fuck? Did they literally just call it that? Did they seriously? It's essentially summer camps. I heard some. What the fuck? I saw a clip of someone on there saying that those kids are living better than she did when she grew up in the projects or something. What the... God, they are so fucking lost. What the fuck is wrong with those people? They're just all Trump tards, man. They're just brainwashed. There's still thousands of kids, by the way, that haven't been reunited with their families. Still. Well, they can't track them. I mean... And that's the thing. Yeah, they didn't... There was no system put in place. Like... uh, (laughs) This is a bad joke, but the Nazis had a better system than these fucking people do. Yeah, thanks to IBM, they had a yeah, great system. The Nazis had an IBM <laughs> machine that they, they had a good log of every single Jew that they had in every single concentration camp, and when they moved them, they knew exactly where they were and all that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, Germans are they're just they're pretty superior, if I might say so myself. It was fucking organized. <laughs> as horrific as it was, it was fucking organized. But them, they like, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they talked to somebody, one of the higher ups, and they were like, "So what do you do when somebody gets out? Like the uh, parent, they, they get done with their court case and all that stuff, and they get out of it, and they're like, so what do you do to get them to reunite with the kids? They're like, oh, we give them the one eight hundred number. It's like that's it." <laughs> You give them a fucking one eight hundred number, and then you know these parents call the one eight hundred number and try and figure shit out, and they don't know. Of course, like nobody has a fucking clue. Um, there was one person that got um, she got out of one of the detention centers like a month ago, and finally got reunited with her son. Uh, I think it was like two days ago. That's just one case. Yeah, and there's several others where some of these kids. I mean, they're either too young where they don't know their parents name you know it's you know it's mom and dad that's all they fucking know or they can't even speak because they're a freaking baby yeah or they i mean they might it might be an english barrier as well and stuff too there might be some i mean not just english but so basically what they boiled it down to instead of like an actual system some kind of filing system or some kind of way of tracking all this they're going through dna tests to figure out who's who yeah how much do you think that's fucking costing the taxpayers? Uh, they're giving them all twenty three and me kits, <laughs> like a like hundred bucks a pop. I, I mean, don't know. they're spending, and this is the government, so everything's like you know five times more than it should be. Yeah, they're, they're oh. spending a shitload of money for this stupid fucking policy that should have never been put in place to begin with. I'm going to say this, dude. There's going to be a lot of dads out there that are going to be really upset when they get those DNA results back. What? He's not my kid. You, can, you I can are already... not the father. Yeah. They're, They're going to have Maury, Maury. Maury Povich is going to be the one issue. God damn it. <laughs> send Maury to the border. 
God damn, dude. That'd be so fucking funny. I mean, oh, that's it wouldn't be so fucking sad. We, we had to laugh in tragedy. I mean, come on. Could you imagine that boy Povich, the fucking live show from the border? It's a you know this two hour special. They're going to be going through the DNA results. Oh, I'm no sorry. soy el papa. Yeah, sorry, Mister Gutierrez. He is not your son after all. God what? Damn it! Ay ay ay! Jesus. Uh, fuck. Um. Oh, I do have some uh, good news. I mean, it's not like related to everybody and you know like gonna make america better and stuff uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but good news nonetheless i got promoted oh that is good moving into a new position uh, i got um vacation this this coming week for fourth of july and then after that i move into my new position where i'll be doing uh fiber splicing and stuff so i'm not are you still gonna have to deal with people as much nope. or is this oh. nope that's the that's the promotion right there. Yep. You don't have I, to fucking I do not have, I will never go into a customer's home again. Oh my god, dude. That's the best. I would I'm be like with that. I don't even need a raise. That's that's all I need. Just keep me I, away from this. I did maniacs. get a raise. I got a decent raise. Um plus because of how the position has worked out and stuff, mm-hmm. um there will be uh throughout the year periodic weeks where I will be on call. Uh, and that's on call 24 hours a day. So, um, you know, if somebody like cuts a fiber line in the middle of the night, I'll have to go out and fix it basically. Fucking awesome. Um, which I mean, you know, it's kind of beat, but, uh, no matter what I get paid. So even if I don't get called out, I still get paid. It's a lower wage than what I normally get, but I still get paid for it. And then if I do go out and work, then I get overtime, of course. But also, um, if it's past my normal work hours, it's shift differential, so I even get more pay. Man, so. that's good. You can start saving that money for when you have that family. You get that <laughs> wife and kids. Never. <laughs> um, too many of us, man. Way too uh. many of us. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Well, congratulations, sir. Thank you. Oh, not not to, because I just thought of this. I got to put this out. This has no fucking segue whatsoever, but uh, going back to messages and stuff, I don't know if you saw, but our buddy Joe, our Canadian pal Joe, sent us a message and called us sons of bitches for not knowing that they are still doing their podcast. Look. And I, no, no, no. I, hold on one second. I just want to say, I do know that he's doing Podblocked. I question whether he's still doing the fucking Simpsons one because that one I yeah. never really kept up with. I'm sorry, Joe, but I've seen the Simpsons. I don't need to hear your fucking opinion on it, okay? Damn. <laughs> <No>. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to apologize because, like I said, I don't get on Facebook anymore, mm-hmm. so I have no fucking clue. I don't see the updates and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I haven't listened to a podcast in years. Oh, my God. Um, although that's going to change because with this new position, now I'm going to be kind of outside by myself a lot. I won't have to deal with customers, none of that shit. Um, and when I'm running tests and doing other stuff, like there's going to be a lot of downtime. Um, so I will be able to uh, listen to podcasts. I'll, have, you know, I'll be able to get some, like a Bluetooth uh, headset and be able to just 
listen to podcasts all day long. Oh, so, good, dude. I'll start the wrestling podcast back up so you'll have something to listen to. I will never listen to that. You son of a bitch. I'm with Joe. You are a son of a bitch. I mean, that anyway, might be so, true, but I don't, I'm not a fan of wrestling. So anyway, Although everybody, I do like the Netflix show Glow. Yeah, I got the second season's dropping soon. I, I know. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, but anyway, go check out uh, Pod Blocked. I'll, I'll throw the fucking uh, link back up for everybody yeah. so you can go visit Joe. and uh, They're on Twitter, but I don't think they ever tweet anything. Or I tell you to go to their Twitter and tell them to go fuck themselves. But I think you'd be wasting your time. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I'm turning into an old man. I, I like I used to even be on Snapchat and stuff, and now I'm just like I nope, don't Whoa. even care. Well, they really? actually had they actually had Snapchat as well, so it's kind of funny to see some of Joe's shenanigans and stuff while he's at work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Working hard up there, and then of course all the all the chicks that I knew and all their party shenanigans and stuff. Hey, girls, that was that was also fun. So maybe I'll start that back up now that I'm like <laughs> thinking about gonna it. have time to fuck around with it facebook though that's not gonna happen sorry well i'll say this dude don't enjoy yourself too much on it because you need to find other things to put your time into instead of fucking snapchatting and stuff because our our lives are precious and there's probably little time left for us i don't know if you heard but you know how trump said that he basically had ended the whole nuclear threat force oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's over yeah the uh new satellite imagery came out and they put it out today saying that they can see that the North Koreans are continuing at a rapid pace <laughs> to, huh. to upgrade their nuclear sites. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I'm sure Kim Jong-un didn't lie to him. He probably has no idea this is going on. It's probably those military types just going rogue doing it Yeah, anyway. definitely. Because they totally do that all the time in North <laughs> Korea. Because nothing ever goes wrong when you disobey the supreme leader. Nah, dude. He's cool. Yeah. Did you He'll see him hanging like, out with Trump? Hey, he's, guys. Stop it. He's a good guy. He's stop funny. Stop making those nukes. He's engaging. Yeah. He's and smart. He, and he loves his people. He loves them. And he is going to lead them into great things in the future. That's what I hear. According to Trump. Yeah, that's the word on the street. He loves his people, and he's going to lead North Korea to great things. Anyway, so uh, nuclear war back on, <laughs> evidently. God damn it. Well, no <laughs> shit. That's, that's honestly, I'm not shocked at that at all. That, that's, I already knew that was happening. I didn't even need satellite images. I, already, I saw that, and he's like, oh, it's over. You can sleep at night. And I'm like, no. Eh, hey, no, man. No, it's not. It doesn't you matter. You didn't do anyway. one meeting and end something that's been going on for decades, you dumb fuck. Uh, I don't think you've read the art of the deal because this, Trump this is isn't, a closer. This this isn't your fucking bullshit business where you can just declare bankruptcy, go default on all your fucking loans, and start all over again and get more Russian money. That's not how it fucking works out in the real world. Hey, man, we better start kissing the Russians' ass because we might need some money from him because he's about to bankrupt our fucking country. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, we're at, like, all-time high, man, thanks to this tax cut. Holy shit. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're racking up. The- it's fucking getting bonkers. And I, I, I'm I, telling you, I'm surprised the talk already hasn't happened about taking away, uh, taking away entitlements. Oh, no, the, the Republicans have already started talking about doing cutbacks on some of them. Oh, they have? Okay, I, oh, yeah. I guess just because my half-assedness of listening to the news and stuff, I haven't really been paying attention. 
I didn't know if that's something that they were saving for the primaries or till after the primaries or what, but I'm a little shocked that they but haven't I thought, tried. I thought at the beginning of the year it was going to be like full force. They were going to try like hell to get rid of it. I, you know, it's funny because I really thought that they would have pretty much tried to end Medicaid as in Medicare by yeah. Social Security by now. But I don't know what the hell. I mean, they they don't do anything. I don't think they. Well, know. Yeah, they're they're Republicans. They're dumb fucks. They have control of everything, and they sit on their hands and go, "It's the Democrats' fault." I don't understand. How? strategy there how how is it the democrats fault they have no leverage whatsoever well it's funny because it's the one who was pushing it the hardest was paul ryan but now that he's quitting yeah he's like doesn't give a fuck i guess he's like look i got my big tax cut that i wanted that's all i cared about was you know transitioning the wealth to the wealthier again as much as possible which will sink um, so many more people into poverty, and it's going to you know kill the middle class. That along with these tariffs, it's like good oh, luck. Yeah. But I guess he feels like that'll be enough pain. He's not going to worry about taking away the entitlement check yep, because there's several companies that are not liking the idea of these tariffs. I think I, I read today in- that some of the steel industry leaders were suing the Trump administration over the tariffs. That's so. not surprising whatsoever. I don't know what they plan to gain from like, it. Because and I mean, and we talked about it even, you know, before all this shit happened. We talked about how we liked the idea of renegotiating trade deals. Yeah. If it was absolutely right. But, but yeah, the way that he's doing it is totally fucked up and just pissing our allies off. Well, he's not even trying to negotiate. He's just like, you guys need to do this. Oh, well, we have an agreement. We're not doing to do that. That's, all right. Fuck yeah. you. I'm going to penalize you for it. Uh, that's well, what we'll, I'm saying. So it's <laughs> he's going about it the completely wrong way. That's not negotiating. That's like, trying to bully people. You motherfuckers! It's like and, you realize we could do the same thing right back yeah. to you, moron. <laughs> well, he, again, he's a fucking stupid ass who has gotten his way in business way too fucking much because he's got lawyers that have been able to rig it to where he gets what he wants. So when he doesn't yeah. want to pay a contractor. They bully and strong arm them and say, well, okay, you can go ahead and sue us, but we'll just draw this out until you're bankrupt. So then they just go ahead and say, okay, I'm just not getting paid for this job. That's not the way it works when you're dealing with government bodies in other countries. Well, yeah, with other countries, yes. I was going to say in this country, however, that is exactly the way it's working because the rule of law would be the Congress putting the balance on him. They are enablers. And now we've seen it. Yeah, with these but decisions, other countries, you're not getting away with that. Oh, no. But with these decisions coming out of the Supreme Court this past week, we see now that it is a radicalized Supreme Court. I mean, they're a totally activist Supreme Court. That's the term Republicans love to throw around. Anytime there's a progressive court, you know, they're activists. They're legislating from the bench. That's, That's exactly what these dumb fucks are doing. There's no question. There's, I mean, it's not even... Not even close. They don't even try and hide it. If you've read any of these decisions that have been coming out and some of the things, because um, I, I, I don't want to end on this. So I, if you don't mind, let's do the go into the Supreme Court now a little okay. bit because I want to end on something maybe a, not, I wouldn't say it's fun, fun, but I got the list and it'll, it'll be a little bit more levity to the show to finish it off because this will be a little bit fucking hardcore stuff. But so. Of course, you know, the Supreme Court, they only hear so many cases. They, they've they heard them months ago. 
and then they go on their little hiatus so they can write their opinions and get their decisions together and stuff. And now's the time of year where they start unleashing their hell on everybody. Um, and of course, with Obama's justice, who was stolen from him, and we got Gorsuch, who is just as far right as his predecessor Scalia was, maybe more so. Um, you know, and now with Kennedy announcing today, that was the thing about it's like, so we have all these poor decisions coming out, and it's like Kennedy used to always get this rap for being the moderate, and he's a swing vote. I always hated that. That's complete bullshit. This motherfucker votes with the conservative justices 90 fucking percent of the time. It's been a couple cases that were bigger cases where he did go in favor with the progressives. That is why people kiss his ass on the left still a little bit. And they give him credit where it's not due. Um, reproductive rights is one, which is big. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And the gay, gay marriage, he was the swing vote on that yeah. one. But Hand, like really, barely a handful. And I was going to say, he voted to kill the ACH. It was actually Roberts that saved that, yeah. amazingly enough. And then... He was also you know, for these- uh, whatever the fuck it is where now anybody can give uh, candidates as much money as they fucking want. Yep. He was on the cases uh, on the side for Citizens United. Yep. He gave the election, you know, Bush v. Gore. He gave it the fucking Bush, unprecedented. Um, there's a lot of... You can go back. Yeah. He's... He's a piece of yep. shit. I could care less about him. Fuck him. The only thing about it is with him, because at least on some of the social issues, he was at least, I wouldn't say a strong vote. But a little bit. He could be swayed somewhat. Exactly. I mean, but you knew like his past voting, like Roe versus Wade was going to be okay. You know, gay marriage, more gay rights issues were probably going to be safe. Yeah. Um, but man... The first thing I thought of when he announced he was retiring was, um, I mean, immediately the Republicans came out and said, as soon as Trump puts up a nomination, we're going to fast track this guy and get him through before the elections because they know they're probably going to lose the House. So, and then the Democrats could just block, you know, so, or they might lose the Senate too. I mean, it only takes a couple, you know, a couple senators to switch. So... You know, they went into the hysterics, like, we're going to ramrod this motherfucker through and get someone in there. And you know it's going to be another ultra-conservative Christian, like Gorsuch. Which automatically means to me, then you have a guaranteed 5-4 votes. Roe versus Wade's gone. I'm just saying it right now. If they do get this through, if the Democrats can't find a way to block whatever, whoever this fucking nomination is, if they can't block it... um then I would say within Trump's first term here, and I say first term because that motherfucker probably will get elected, no, in this country. Um, I think Roe versus Wade's going to be dead. I mean, especially even, like I said, even with Kenny on the bench looking at some of the things that have come across recently, I mean, it's turned into just a split partisan 5-4 vote on every one of these cases that's come through this week. Um. You know, they started, and we hit on a little bit last week, you know, the baker keeping the gays away. And they didn't vote saying everybody can discriminate against gays in their businesses. I mean, it was the, – the, the case was primarily just centered on that specific case. But the ramifications of that language within it opens up the possibilities yeah. for more of these types of, you know, discrimination lawsuits. Um, this is the one that really hurt, I think, 
I mean, as far as the voting goes and stuff, um, I don't know if you saw this. But, um, about the gerrymandering? The, the gerrymandering yep. is huge. They've, I'm in Texas, you know, and it's ultra right wing. Got a, I mean, it's just our legislators, I mean, 60% fucking 66% Republican. And they've gerrymandered the hell out of the districts oh, yeah. here. And they did the same thing in North Carolina when they took over, the Republicans took over that state a handful of years ago. So there's cases pending for Texas and North Carolina that had gone up, and the lower level courts had already thrown it out, said, yes, these are discriminatory. They intentionally redrew yeah. these lines to disenfranchise minority voters. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with, you know, um, South Carolina and stuff and how, like, North Carolina. North Carolina. I, you know, I, I, but I know Texas very well. And when I saw the maps, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's it's well, clear. Thing, it is very clear what they were trying to do. Well, and again, five four decision, party lines. I mean, it was the conservative justices with the majority. Um, the thing about it was, in both cases, and there were lower courts that had already ruled in this, and they've had other of these gerrymandering cases go up, and the Supreme Court's kicked out the other ones. But now. Again, they have Gorsuch. You know, it's more fucking conservative than it was before, and Trump's in charge, and they know that there's probably going to be another justice come up, and they're just falling in line behind this fucker. And so now they took these cases and tossed them out. So, I mean, it doesn't affect this year's election because they weren't going to be able to redraw the maps in time anyway, but from you know from now on, it, they're going to remain the same. The census is about to come out. And unless a lot of these state houses flip, you know, where we get Democratic majorities in them or at least enough they could fight it, you're going to probably see more of these states now start doing it because they know that this court is going to allow it. I mean, they just straight up said, you know, that it's precedent, too, because the Supreme Court has invalidated electoral maps due to racial discrimination several times in the past. And both these cases, it was proven that they did that. So even though it's precedent, they still fucking overturned it. And I think that's kind of something that I've noticed with a couple of these cases. Um, The next one that came down, this one's just offensive to me because I'm an atheist, you're an atheist, and the way that religion gets involved in things and tries to muddy waters – of course, everybody knows there are abortion clinics out there, but they also have these clinics. Oh, these, God. Yeah, this one. I don't know. I can't remember what the fucking names of them are. They have little names that they call them. Um, like, oh, fuck. Family man. care centers. It, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it is. It's basically just something like that, like family care centers, where they're basically religious groups, and they kind of fake being uh, like a Planned Parenthood type yeah. place where someone could go and get counseling and get ultrasounds. They have no legitimate doctors in the services. building. Exactly. And all it is is they get the women in there and they do the ultrasounds and then they start fucking telling them about, oh, the baby's this and this. And they lie to them a lot of yep. cases. Uh, I saw a Vice documentary on this where they you know, had some women fake and go in and stuff. And they'll tell them shit. You know, like, oh, if you have an abortion, then it could cause this and this and this problem later down the road, or you won't be able to have children. And they feed these women. And, you know, some women don't know. They just don't know. And they think they're getting 
these talks by these medical providers and stuff, and they're not. I mean, like you said, they're not licensed a lot of yep. times. So and they wear California, gowns and shit, too. California uh, put an act across called the California Reproductive Freedom Accountability and Comp- Comp- I can't fucking talk Comprehensive Care and Transparency Act. And basically what it said was these flam- family planning centers, they have to tell up front, like, this is what we really are and this is what we do. Like, we give you counseling and we can give you, you know, some of these basic services, but we are a religious institution. We're not and we medical are professionals. And so, like, it's, again, the state passed a fucking law. California's like, no, you guys have to fucking divulge this information to these people up front. And if you don't, you're breaking a fucking law. We'll shut your ass down. Yeah. Well, of course, the Christians got upset about that, so they fucking ran it up the court and they lost Every appeals case they had, all the way up, ninth appeals, blah, 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 and it, every one of them. And, the, like, the appeals court in California said straight up, you know, that this was legitimate law because it ensured that the citizens had access to adequate information about the constitutionality of their protected medical services, like abortion stuff. Which, it seems so fucking obvious. Like, I don't need a law degree to say, yeah, dude, that's legitimate. The fucking, the people should have the factual information about the place that they're going to. Yeah. Well, of course, again, upheld all the way through the appellate courts, Supreme Court, 5-4 decision overturned that. So they don't have to fucking put out the information. So they could continue doing the same shenanigans they're doing, these Christian fucking groups. It's like... That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. That's activism on a court. Yeah, that's you know blatant. I mean? That is absolutely blatant because if you're a judge, like you're supposed to be impartial and looking at that and you're saying, okay, these people are lying about their intentions. They're totally giving false information to patients. They are not even, in most cases, have no medical background whatsoever and they're giving them medical advice. Like that, that seems pretty damn obvious. So I guess, uh, you know, according to this, I could probably start a dentistry in my basement here. <laughs> I don't. That might be a little different because <laughs> they're not performing. No, see, medical I'm not going to perform anything. I'm going to talk people out of it. I'm going to tell them oh, how yeah. dangerous toothpaste is. Mm-hmm. Tell them how dangerous the fluoride, the fluoride will kill. Yeah, you. fluoride will rot your brain. Um, I'll give them pictures of like you know, really pearly teeth with like disgusting, gross looking bodies and be like, see, see what it does to your body. Mm-hmm. You know, tell them that if they, you know, brush their floss too much or something that, uh, they'll get infections. I won't do any procedures. Won't do any of that, but I'm just going to give them a fuckload of false information about their teeth and send them on their way. You could try it. I mean, <laughs> fuck it. Why not? But there's no religious aspect to that, so I don't think you'll have this. I I, I can make up some kind of religious aspect to it. Because religion is all a fucking made-up story anyway, so I can make up whatever fucking shit I want to and call it a religion. Yeah, let's just face it. That's what this all came down you can't, to. And like you I can't said, tell me otherwise, because that's the truth. And like I said, they're pump- all this is is pumping the prime for you know, or priming the pump. What am I saying? I'm listening to Trump too much. He said that yeah. wrong once. Um, priming the pump for the fucking. You know, he came up with that phrase, by the way. Oh, really? That's what he said. Um, 
for, like I said, more invasive reproductive rights actions against women. And like I said, if they get this other justice on, man, you kiss fucking Roe v. Wade goodbye. So all I can say is young fucking men out there, you know, if you're going to get your if you get your women knocked up accidentally here, probably in a few years from now, you're only going to have one fucking way of taking care of it. Find a stairwell. That's all I'm saying. I'm, that's a shout out to one of our listeners up in, I think Chicago. He he loves that when I say that. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, right on a string. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens when all these fucking piece of shit Republicans uh, get their mistresses pregnant. What they're going to do if they decide to um, get rid of Roe v. Wade? Oh, I'm sure they'll find a way. There's always a way. Yeah, but I want like uh, some deep cover investigating where they actually track all that shit and post it for all the world to see. Yeah. I'd say we can get TMZ on it, but they're in Trump's fucking back pocket too. So, um, let's see. Next court. This one we won't go over too much because everybody's talked about this one a lot. Was the uh, overturning the travel ban. Yeah. No. The only thing about that, I kind of like what they did, uh, the Trump administration. They, because it, originally it was just basically they, all they Muslim sprinkled countries. in non Muslim <laughs> yeah. majority countries. Yeah, they went and said, in and see, threw we're in, not racist. They went in and like added fucking like North Korea. Well, I guess and, not racist in Venezuela. Like, no, we're we're not doing this religious discrimination, as you say. <laughs> you know the thing about this is. Um, I actually know someone who this will affect because uh, my wife, one of her best friends, is her mom's Somalian. And they have family. I mean, they go back and forth. So now, I mean, according to what the fucking, what they say about Somalia, they called it a terrorist safe haven. <laughs> so that's going to be, so they're on the list. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, if, <laughs> It's like people don't think about it, it, you know, it affected people. They just see like Iran on there or Syria or something like that or Yemen or Libya. It's like, well, no one fucking – I mean like there's very few people that come over here. And like I said, yeah, you can make a case for like there's there are big terrorist states and stuff and we don't want, you know, people coming to the country or we're going to do, you know, be more judicious about our background checks on that or there will be, you know, limitations on the types of visas and who could come over. That's acceptable. I understand that. I mean you do have to – you know, it's just like the borders. You got to be like we said before. You can't just have open borders, people flowing in and out. I mean, there has to be some measures, but there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And all this was was feeding red meat to that fucking white trash, goddamn redneck base. You know, who just looks at all the names on here and they just think, oh, Middle Easterners and fucking blacks. Okay, that sounds good. Keep them out. They don't want to hear. They don't care about the reasons. Like you don't have to make up these reasons. Like oh, these are all terrorist safe havens and all this other shit. I mean, they basically said that they did assessments on all these, and they found out that these were like the most high risk, you know, countries. It's like I don't know about that, dude, because I don't see Pakistan and Saudi Arabia on here. And to me, they were the two fucking uh, main countries that had that took part in nine yep. eleven. That's the biggest terrorist act that's ever been committed. So uh, why aren't they on here? Oh yeah, we're they're buddies with ours or with us. It's like okay, okay, man, whatever. I I just 
to me it's it's sad but again that's one of those things man it's like you're going to see everything that trump does he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because any lower court that like okay the steel workers like i said they're gonna sue him over tariffs okay you'll win maybe you'll win lower court cases you might win appellate courts but guess what the final court is the supreme court that's gonna have two trump fucking kid boys on it here pretty soon and you're not gonna win trump is unfucking stoppable i mean i read something on it i got one more case but just like food for thought and i don't know how legitimate this is but you know how he's brought up the whole thing about being able to pardon himself and how uh setting president like you've seen some of his lawyers stuff say president the setting presidents can't be indicted and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I could legitimately see if Mueller were to come out and have anything on him and he tried to pardon himself or he's like, you can't indict me. I don't have to show up for a grand jury. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I'm president. And their lawyers fight it and it goes to Supreme Court. I can almost see him getting away with that. <laughs> you know? I mean, it shouldn't even be thought of, but... As sad someone, as it seems, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got a point. I have literally no faith in our fucking system, man, at this point. I mean, you got a point. I mean, Congress, the Supreme Court, it's just, it's a joke across the board. I have no faith in any of those anymore. And um, The last one, this is the one. I think it's going to hurt middle-class families the most. Um, so I think a lot of people, if if you don't know how unions work or if you've ever been in a union, like I worked for UPS for a while and they have a union. And anytime you work for a company that's got a strong union, you have to pay uh, dues into the union. You don't have to join the union, but you still have to pay dues if you work at those companies. And it's been uh, – there's a case – fought back in I read a thing on it today back in 1977 um, that was upheld where workers were trying to sue to not have to pay any of these fees and it you know and they got struck down the the court said no you know you work for these companies that have these unions and these unions are fight for the pay the benefits and all this stuff you're taking advantage of those things you don't have to join the union if you don't believe in what they believe in or you don't because, you know, how a lot of unions do tend to favor the progressive, you know, politicians when it comes time for endorsement stuff. They're like, you don't have to join it. You don't have to buy into what they do, but you have to pay those dues because you're benefiting from what they're doing yeah. on your behalf. And that, like I said, that took place in 1977. Well, the Supreme Court, 5-4 ruling, just, I think it was yesterday, said, no, nope, fuck that. We're overturning it. And the basis of their argument in Alito's decision was that it's a First Amendment. It's, it's basically infringing on their First Amendment rights. Which makes no damn sense. Well, because, again, it goes to the point that they're taking the money for the dues and then they're putting it into political candidates that are left leaning. That's basically what he is going for because they endorse, you know, progressive candidates. And, you know, a lot of the members or a lot of the people who are benefiting from the union dues or putting the dues in probably don't, 
you know, they're Trump assholes or whatever else. I don't know. Um, but they're offended by it. So that's basically what happened. A group of conservatives took this up. And this is something they've been fighting for years. But like I said, there's already precedent set. And most of the time in Supreme Courts, if there's already a precedent set, they won't overturn it. They basically have overturned two precedents already this year, which is – that's pretty un- unheard of. I mean that doesn't really happen a lot. And it's – I mean I read this and uh, Justice Atlanta Kagan, she went off about the whole thing about the First Amendment and basically just said, look, this is bullshit. You wanted to get rid of this and you had to fucking come up with an excuse. This is your excuse. Yep. But it's – but it's the Republican thing – look – People have to understand. The well, because it's not infringing after- upon your First Amendment rights because you can vote for whatever candidate you feel like you can you want to vote for. Exactly. Your but, speech is not being hindered whatsoever. But here's the reason why Republicans have gone after unions for years. Not just because like the richest corporations who have some of these that have unions, they don't want to have to pay their employees good wages and give them good benefits, which, I mean, there is that aspect of it. But... Th- he basically got to it with that. Just throwing out that First Amendment argument, it, it proves the whole point that the reason that they've gone after unions so hard is because unions are the biggest backers of Democrats when it comes to politics. When it comes to putting money into campaigns and getting out and helping and support them, the unions put their money into it, and that's what you know where it comes from. They're trying to take away those funds because they, they're saying, hey, now you don't have to pay these dues. So all the fucking right-wingers and assholes that work for these businesses aren't going to be putting the dues anymore, and that's less money that they have to spend on progressive candidates to push the union agenda. So it helps kill the unions, and it fucking hurts you know, Democrats running for office because they don't have that, that financial support. So it's twofold, and that's the whole point of it. I just think it's like this. I don't know how they're going to work it, but unions now, there should be a fucking separate thing. Or if you come into a fucking company and they have a union and you don't want to fucking pay those dues, when they fight for raises and health care benefit, you don't get that shit. Yeah, you you don't get the benefit from something that you don't put into. Because I don't think people realize. I mean, we did a show on unions. Like, you talked about the, the fucking Scientology Mormon show being. Like, I think we did unions, like, in the first maybe 10 or 12 shows we did, yeah. too. If you don't know the history on unions and what all we've got from unions, you might want to fucking take a step back and do a little re- research. Because if you like a 40 hour work week and overtime and fucking health care and, you know, paid vacations and shit like that, paid time off, you might want to fucking take a step back because unions have benefited this country greatly. And the reason why the middle class is dying is because back in the 70s, around this time where this case came up, it was where Republicans and conservatives started making the push to kill unions. Um, I mean, that's when you start seeing the middle class drop. And then, of course, when Reagan came in, he just decimated unions. And that's when you saw the wealth gap just grow exponentially. I mean, union membership dropped. I mean, I think a union membership used to be like, you know, 30, 40% of fucking households were union. Now it's, what, single digits, 10%. I mean, so this case is going to hurt a lot. And I don't think people realize it yet. But if I'm not mistaken, this case was for government workers, right? No. I could have sworn it was for government workers only. uh, Are you sure? I'm almost positive. 
I thought this came out of Ohio. I thought I'm, this was a case. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure because they were talking about it on NPR and they were saying that government workers. You might be right. Let me take a quick. quick but even still, that fast. that's even worse because that means you know your policemen, your firemen, all these services that you rely on. Ah, I stand corrected. You're right. Public sector unions are now yeah. going You're to correct, have so. a weakening bargaining chip when trying to renegotiate their contracts. So they're not going to get the best best and brightest people because their benefits are going to go down, their pay is going to go down. And so when <laughs> you got dumb shits coming out to put out a fire in your home, you know why, motherfuckers. Well, I know the company I work for. Like I work for like a corporate at the corporate level and we own a bunch of companies. And one of the the biggest ones we have money makers um, is a union company and we're close like where I work the the one company we own that's a union company is actually just a few miles from us although we've got places all over the United States but um, I work I've had a lot of the people I've worked with have tried to get out and move to that other company over there because it's unionized their health care benefits and their pay is so much better than ours uh, for doing basically the same job, like I, the job I do now, I could probably go over there and do it, and I'd probably make you know five bucks more an hour yeah. starting off, and my benefits would be ten times better. And they have a pension, which we have, you know, four hundred one k, but they have a fucking pension, which not many people have anymore. And uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and it's funny because all these fucking people I work with, they're all goddamn Republicans, but they want to you know, run over there and get jobs. It's like, uh huh, fuck you, you know, but. Yeah, and I mean, unions, they're not the end-all, be-all, best of everything. No. Certainly, there's imperfect aspects to it, for sure. But when you're a part of a union, you know, it, again, it is, so I'll I'll give you my experience. So I'm non-union. So basically, they have these non-disclosure agreements that they make us sign anytime you're getting a raise or anything like that, because they don't want anybody discussing what they got or how much they're getting paid, you Mm -hmm. know, around other people that are their same level. So then people have no bargaining whatsoever when they go in to get their raises and stuff. But a union, it's totally different. Like everybody knows everybody's deal. They know what you're getting paid. So everybody's on the same board. Everybody knows what's what, how to get raised. Um, you know, what everybody's making and all that stuff. And then the union goes and, you know, bargains for what kind of raise you're going to get that year or quarterly or however they have it set up. And then, of course, you know, benefits and all that stuff. So it benefits the worker in the aspect of everything's out and out. Everybody knows what everybody makes. So there's no, like, kind of jealousy or any of that shit, backstabbing and all that crap. And then also... You know, you you know that if somebody's going to get a raise because they negotiated that, you're going to get that raise. But in my in my example, like, and you know, even though they they say that we're not supposed to talk about it, we fucking started doing it anyway because I was telling people, I'm like, this is bullshit that they're trying to say that we can't talk about our wages. We totally fucking can. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started talking about it, and then people start to realize, oh shit, I got way less than I should have. You know, this person got that, this person got that, but my numbers are almost identical to theirs. And I was like, yeah, that's why. They don't they don't want to give you a whole lot of money. 
That's precisely why they tell you not to talk about it is because they don't want you to have any kind of leverage when it comes to bargaining, which is total fucking bullshit. They want to be able to strong arm you and say, this is what you're getting, period. Take it or leave it. And that's not fair because the employee has put in their time. They put in their dues. As long as they're a model employee and they're hitting their numbers, they should be getting paid. They should be getting compensated just like everybody else. Well, like I said, with this court and with the changing over of Kennedy to an even more extreme right-winger, you could see more of these cases that are going to go against workers. Um, anything that's a social issue, like you know, gay rights issues, anything oh, yeah. of that nature, abortion rights, um, there's going to be big changes, I think. Yep. And the, the, here's the thing about it that's the scariest. Because this asshole still has, you know, two and a half years in office. And the two oldest justices, not even close now, because Kennedy was 80, 81. But now, after him, they're all early 60s, 50 to early 60s. You know, so they're all good. The rest of them are going to be around for a while, except for two, which happen to be probably the most progressive justices. And, um, Ginsburg and Breyer. Yep. And she's 85 and he's 79. And both their birthdays are like, I think, coming up at the end of summer. And she's had health issues and stuff. So it's like, I'm afraid. <laughs> I mean, with Kennedy leaving, dude, if something happens to one of those two and they get even another one on, or let's say Trump gets reelected, which. You might as well just fucking... I'm moving to fucking Laos with my wife. <laughs> um, but, I I mean, just think, dude. If you get a 6-3 advantage, it's going to... They're going to completely rewrite this fucking country. There's For no decades. question. It's, it's over, man. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Yep. So that's our happy note to end on that tonight. <laughs> just oh, yeah. remember that. Yep. And, like, uh, they... I remember, you know, whenever it happened, they were talking about a lot of these fucking um, middle of the road Democrats that flipped the switch and voted for Trump to shake things up. Mm-hmm. I hope those motherfuckers get hurt the worst by all this bullshit. Yeah, because Republicans, I knew they weren't going to do the right thing because they're just they're fucking Republicans. I knew it no wasn't going to happen. Uh, but to hear that, you know, there was a decent amount of Democrats that did flip and go for trump i hope those fuckers i i I mean (laughs) i'm usually not a person that wishes ill will on somebody else but you've completely fucked this country for decades so fuck you you get what you deserve and like i've said before you know this is why i say it you know it doesn't matter if trump's only one term the damage he is causing now is going to take decades to fix and this is an example. These Supreme Court justices that are in their early 50s, which is not that old. I mean, you see these fuckers are all living to be in their 80s. So you're talking 20, 30 fucking years that a guy that a reality TV show host is put on our fucking bench is going to be on there making decisions that will affect you know large swaths of the populations in this country for 
decades and decades and decades. It's this is what I mean. It's I said this over and over, man. When Hillary's run, I said I hate her just as much as anybody else because I think she's I think she's two faced. I don't trust her a lot. She's not a progressive to me. She was fucking right wing in a lot of aspects. She's a war hawk, you know. But you vote for her because of the Supreme Court justice only. If that's the only reason you vote for, her, vote to keep that a fucking progressive. We would have a 5-4 fucking advantage right now, progressive. And then if just this, this asshole decided to retire, we could have a fucking 6-3 fucking progressive court for decades. It doesn't matter if she would have got anything else done. I mean, which probably wouldn't have been bad. Like I said, there, yeah. course, well, we had status quo. Status quo was fine because we were adding jobs every month. The debt was going down. You know, we were winding down the conflict that we had. We had agreements and to start working maybe on a peace process with Iran. I mean, there were things that were going in the right direction. Healthcare at least had been passed, and then there's we could have started working on maybe making tweaks to it and improving that. Now that's fucked. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a huge mistake. People made a huge mistake, and you know. Like you said, if you're a fucking Democrat or you didn't vote for her because you're a Bernie person, I, I was a Bernie person, you know, but so you're was like, I. oh, I fucking hate Hillary. You know, I was a Bernie person, so I'm, I'd rather just vote for Trump. You're a fucking idiot. And I hope you fucking, if you're a guy, I hope you get your nuts fucking chopped off. If you're a woman, I just, I don't know. You can't cut off a vagina, so I hope you get fucking rectal cancer or something. You fucking bitches. Because <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? You fucking have ruined everything. Yeah, they'll find out soon enough. Yeah, well, hope they don't need to get abortions or anything in they the future. They will find out soon too. enough that, oh shit, where'd everything go? I think this will be a good way to end the show. Because our country's going to hell anyway. And... <laughs> This is a good list. It's uh, the most sinful cities in America. The reason I want to give this information out, because the this fucking people put this list together and they have their fantastic categories and their rating okay. system, how they I'm did this. I'm assuming that they're religious, the people that put this list out? Uh, no, I don't think so. It was just some magazine that threw it together and okay. they, they use statistics on How do certain they, categories. What do they consider sin? Like, what is a sin to them? Okay. So, just start off. What they did was they took um, the top 150 most populated cities. Okay. And then in every state, because you know some states like North Coast, South Coast, they don't have any fucking cities in the top 150, yeah. of course. Those states, they all took the top two most populated cities in those states. Um. So it ended up they had 180 cities um, look in this where they put 31 indicators together. And they broke into categories, and each category has some subcategories. So these are the categories that they use to decide. And they're kind of weird, but like I said, I'll give you their subcategories too. Uh, the first one was anger and hatred. And in that category consisted of violent crimes per capita, sex offenders per capita, hate crime incidents, hate groups per capita. So you kind of get the... Okay. Uh, the next category was jealousy. G- 
Chelsea had thefts per capita, identity theft, complaints, fraud, and other complaints. Yeah. Okay. Jail someone, you try and take the shit, right? Yeah. Um, excesses and vices. Uh, share of obese adults. Fast food establishments. Excessive drinking. Um, adult smokers. Adult coffee drinkers. Population using marijuana. And it goes on. There's a ton of these fucking things. Uh, the next category was greed, which included casinos per capita, charitable donations as a share of income, uh, share population with gambling disorders. Uh, the next category is lust, adult entertainment establishments, teen birth rate, most active Tinder users. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> what? That's the weirdest most- fucking barometer I've ever heard. That's what I'm saying. Some of these subcategories they pulled are a little weird, and then they have a point system for them, and I don't understand how they came up with it, but each category has like its own little point rating. Okay. Um, the next one was vanity, which had beauty salons, tanning salons, um, Google search searches with the top five p- plastic surgeons, which I don't really understand. I guess it's like the most plastic surgeons in an area or something. Okay. It's kind of written weird. And then the last one was my favorite, laziness. Oh, I love me some laziness. Uh, share of adults not exercising, average weekly hours worked, uh, volunteer rate, uh, average daily time spent watching TV, and so on and so on. So that's kind of what they did. Okay. So... They put all these categories together, and like I said, each one's weighted equally, and then there's the subgroups where they get them. Now, the reason I want to do this is because since they are the most sinful cities, I figured these are the places where you want to book your next vacation or birthday party. Unfortunately, some of them are some shitholes. You know, <laughs> Imagine that. They're not all awesome places like you might think, but I figured – now. I will have you guess a couple because I want to see if you're – If I want you to think hard. Like what would you think of the most sinful cities? And one of them is going to be super easy. <sighs> um, but there's – I'll say you right now in the top ten, about half of them are major cities. Yeah. And then there's a few that you'll be like, okay, whatever. I mean immediately, <laughs> of course, when you think most sinful city, you got to say Las Vegas. Of course, number one yeah. is Las Vegas. It's Sin City, motherfucker. Yeah, it's Sin City. You, you have to. There's no other way that you like in, that. That was just immediately when you said top ten most sinful cities. I'm like Las Vegas. <laughs> like, Amazingly enough, like they ranked number one in only one category, and that was vanity. They ranked top ten in three others. Really? Um, I figured like that, gentlemen's clubs and shit like that. They'd be way up there. Okay, now that would be lust, and they are fourteenth. Oh, that. okay. Sorry, you're talking about. Uh, you're talking about. They were what? And the the lust, excuse me, lust rank was the one that had um, titty bars and stuff. And that one was they were ranked fourteen in that. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. that possible? I thought they'd be higher too. Oh, let me see. Just because I'm sure most people want to know who has the most titty bars. Let's look. Let's see. Number one in lust. I gotta look through this real quick. Da, 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 da. Where the fuck is number one in lust? I can't even find number one. Ah, oh, Jesus. This is bullshit. Um. Okay. I'm gonna try and guess another city then. Number two is Fort Smith, Arkansas. They got a lot of titty bars there. Uh, apparently, 
That's odd. I thought that. Never even heard of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Um, I have. I had a buddy in the military from Fort Smith, Arkansas. That's why. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to oh. go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hold up. Las Cruces, New Mexico, number one in the lust rank. Wow. Yeah. And that's the one, again, that has uh, adult entertainment. Teen birth rate might have brought them up and oh. active Tinder users. So they got all the teens on Tinder getting pregnant. So that's oh. why. So if you want to get some teen ass, go to Las Cruces. Uh, okay. So for the next guess, I'm going to go with another big city. I'm going to say Los Angeles. Los Angeles, not in the top ten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazingly enough, you'll be surprised. Like I went through the list, and some of the cities are very surprising how far down on the list that they were. Okay, that, um, that you would think. So then, my third guess, third and final guess, it's going to be um, a smaller town. Okay, um, I'm going to go with Memphis. Memphis is a good guess, but not in the top ten. Fuck. Okay, I will. S- I will say this though. Um, so you said Los Angeles, Los because Memphis. Was, no offense to anybody who's listening, to Memphis is a shithole. Yeah, it's not the best place. <laughs> it's a fucking shithole. Los Angeles was seventeenth on the list. And Damn. Let me do a quick scan see if I can find Memphis. If I can't, then we'll move on. Memphis was sixty-six out of hundred. What? Yeah, I figured their desperate capita and what alone would have got them way up there. <laughs> They should give them a fucking higher. Those ranking. motherfuckers were like number one for years and years and years. And I remember for like a decade straight, I think they had the first murder in the year. Like whenever uh, a new year came, mm-hmm. Memphis was always the first one to have a murder. Are they on East Coast time? That gives them advantage. No, they're not. <laughs> they're Central time. God damn it. Yeah, so New York and all those other fuckers had an hour <laughs> before them. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I'll go from 10 to 1. Like I said, a couple of these are redundant, but you'll see a, a theme that we that the, the most sinful state is easily determined. Uh, number 10 on the list was Orlando, Florida, and that's easily because of Mickey Mouse, because that's just pedophile city right there. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, number nine, Atlanta, Georgia. I hear they got a lot of strip clubs and stuff there, so I'm sure that helped them out. Yeah, I really didn't think about Atlanta, to be honest, but I could see number, it. Some of these, like I said, are a little bit odd. Number eight, Gulfport, Mississippi. Gulfport, oh, to me, yes. it has yes. to be for like the, the overweight and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah I've driven through there, and holy shit. Also... They ranked number one in greed, which is a little odd because they do have the casinos. If you ever been to Gulfport, casinos. Yeah. Uh, evidently, nobody donates money there, and everybody's got gambling disorders. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a bad place to live. I guess I've been through. There. I mean, there's, there's nothing, nothing else. else to do there. Um, number seven, Henderson, Nevada. So again, that's gambling and strip clubs and stuff. Yeah. Number six made a lot of sense. I thought this might be a little bit higher. New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been probably... My, I would have said Vegas, number one. New Orleans would have probably been my number two. Because I think just big city. But then you get into, again, number five on the list. Charleston, West Virginia. I th- have to think it's because literally they have ten fucking people die there every day because of heroin overdoses or opioid 
fucking overdoses. Mm. So I'm thinking that's because they were number one in excesses and vices. So I have to imagine that's that. They were also number one in their anger and hatred because they rednecks and they don't like colored people. So, yeah, I got family up in West Virginia that I have nothing to do with. Um, Number four, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Number three, I think, is a cop-out. Even though it is considered its own city, I think it's kind of bullshit. I think it should just go with number one, North Las Vegas. What? I mean, I know. Because it is a different city. It's considered two cities, so. Eh. I know, it's bullshit. Eh. But they that's so awesome that they split a city in two, and it got two they of the both. top three spots. It's so bad in Las Vegas. They but they live up to their name, Sin City. You gotta you know, you gotta fucking live up to it. And number two on the list, St. Louis, Missouri. Really? They ranked number two in hatred, number two in jealousy, and number two in excess and vices. Holy so, shit. They they're not good on the greed and the lust, so you're not gonna be able to gamble and see titties there, but everything else pretty much goes. So if you're a Christian that's an awful human, then St. Louis is the best city for no, you. No, no. See, that's wrong because we know that Christians are the number one consumer of pornography. So they yeah. want the titty bars and all that stuff. But see, they stay at home and they look up, you know, fucking like what the fuck was it like when they put out the stats for the porn hub or something like in the redneck states it's always like um you know wife getting railed by a black guy or so it's always like oh, that yeah. kind it's of always, shit you know it, yeah yep it's because <laughs> they're the most racist and yep. christian and it's always the most violating shit that they like or the gay stuff they're always looking at gay porn yep that too yeah. See, they don't go out in public though. They're staying at home and doing it because you know. I guess. Good yeah. They're the good comfort of their own man. home, and they gotta yeah. keep appearances. So, if you guys are planning a vacation or anything like that, and you guys want to get out and do awful things, then those are your places to go. Although most of those places, I would stay away from. Uh, Vegas, New Orleans, those are pretty fun joints. Yeah. While we were while we took off, I went out to Vegas. Me and the wife did a weekend trip out there. Oh, nice! You'll be yeah. She saw she wanted to see a Cirque du Soleil, so we went and saw that. Okay. Ate a couple restaurants, which one? Around a little bit. Um, the the original one. I can't think of the name of it right now because they, they all have several. They got name. the what is it called? O. Yeah, that's the one you saw. Yes. Yeah, that's I think a good that's one. The one. The original one. Yep, that's like the very first one. Because we wanted to see the water one, but it's like not this like they shut down or some shit. I don't uh, know. Okay, I guess they had to fill the tank back up. So we did that, and of course I wanted to go because I'm a fucking wrestling mark, and they had a big fucking wrestling anniversary show out there for one of the independent wrestling things that I watched. So I went out there, and so I got something. She got something. She got the gamble. She won about a hundred and some bucks, so she did okay. She didn't lose any money. So it's not bad. Asians love to gamble, dude. That's not a stereotype. No Asian will get pissed if I say that. They're not going to be like, fucking you white motherfucker. They'll be like, yep, love to fucking gamble. Anytime <laughs> I've been... I'm not kidding, dude. You, any casino, 
Fucking love it. And they always play the cards. They always do. I can't remember the game and stuff. I asked my wife. They're always playing the cards and stuff. They fucking, they'll have, to, uh, we go up to Oklahoma. They have a Windstar Casino in Oklahoma because in Texas it's illegal for you people, non-Texans. So people drive up into Oklahoma and gamble. And you go into the, some of those places and they'll have like four or five of the big, the big spender tables. And it's just fucking all Asians. <laughs> They're just going to town. It's awesome. It's fucking hysterical. Anyway, I had to throw out something, you know. Yeah. Uh, so people I mean, know that. Vegas that. is fun, for sure. Yeah, um, I've been a few times. It's good for a weekend, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. There's definitely too much Vegas, for sure. Um, New Orleans, also fun. I would just say, I mean, I haven't been there in a long time, so it may have changed. But, you know, stick to the main stuff, you know, Bourbon mm-hmm. Street and such. Uh, yeah. You don't really want to go off the beaten path too much. Nope. Uh, especially at night. <laughs> yeah it's not it's not on the top 10 sinful cities for for nothing yeah yeah but i mean bourbon street of course tons of fun mardi gras of course tons of fun you just got to be a little bit careful um and then uh during the day if you're uh into like goth and that stupid shit they've got a lot of like really cool old cemeteries and stuff and all these like pretty awesome areas that you can go to and different museums and shit so They've got some kind of weird goth horror vibe going on there as well. I got two trips coming up. I got at the first uh, of September. I'm going to Chicago for a few days by myself. It's uh, it's for like a wrestling podcasting convention thing, and there's a big wrestling show and some other stuff going on up there. So I'll give you the lowdown on that. And then me and the wife are going to do a, a extended weekend in San Francisco and. The yeah. first of around the first of October, so I'll I'll come back and tell you all the fun stuff. I've been to both of those places several times, but we're doing some different stuff. So that's my upcoming fucking travels. I haven't taken like a real vacation, like a long vacation forever. I just we do these like extended weekend trips now. It's like all we can do with the kids and stuff. Yeah, don't have yeah, kids. Don't have kids. People don't I, have. Kids. I don't plan on it. So I know you don't. Don't have them. I I won't. Or just I'm in the clear, you know, throw them in a dumpster. Uh, okay, uh, no, won't do that. Okay, or don't do that. Uh, Success, uh, successful show. High yay. five. Uh, proverbial <laughs> through the internet. High five. Um, okay, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Go I listen guess, to Pod Blocked. Yeah, I guess I should plug them now. <laughs> uh, go check out our Canadian brethren at pod blocked i know that we're supposed to be feuding and stuff but you know we still love them mm-hmm. uh, he'll get over it they they got legalized pot now right yeah just go puff a couple of jays man and get over it brah mm-hmm. um or get over it eh i guess i should say god damn it what that's what they say sort of maybe something like that uh, there's nobody else that we give a shit about. No, not really. Or I even know. Yeah, I don't fucking care about anybody else. Yeah. The only reason I was giving Joe shout is because he called me a son of a bitch. So then I felt <laughs> obligated. Yeah, yeah. So if you berate us <laughs> for not plugging your shit, we'll plug your shit. <laughs> you just yeah. I mean, you just got to be a little bit more yeah. forceful about it. Hey, dipshit. <laughs> uh yeah okay 
Have a good week. Try not to kill yourself. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Goodbye, everybody. It's the end of the world as we know it. Oh, my God. We're so fucked. <laughs>